It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We are coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Kyrie Irving's been traded to the Mavericks. So Kyrie Irving, Key, J, arguably the most skilled player who ever lived. In fact, I think you might win the argument. Right? He's usually this, they're more smaller guys, so you have a bigger pool to choose from in terms of skills. So if you're the most skilled guy at your size and you're short, you're probably the most skilled guy, period. But what can't Kyrie do in terms of pure skills? And yet the question is being asked, how big a risk is this to the Mavs? Because at this moment, he's a rental because they traded a bunch for him. Tim McMahon, ESPN Mavericks reporter on primetime. Listen to this. I mean, listen, you don't make this deal thinking that you've got a, a guy who's going to be, you know, blending in with the Boy Scouts. Like, you understand the risk that comes along with Kyrie. The Mavericks essentially made the decision that the skill justifies the risk. And, then, and that's what this is. Now, it's kind of a trial period for both sides, right? But I think more so if we're being frank, for, for Kyrie Irving. He's the one who has the leverage, who kind of has all, all the cards to play. They're not going to talk extension because he wants a four-year deal. Jay, it, it, as you would like to say, it chaps your you-know-what. But when I, when I hear people say, you know, you're not getting a guy in the Boy Scouts and all this sort of stuff, I'm, just, I'm always trying to understand what they mean by this because I'm not – afraid to do a deal with Kyrie because I understand what he is. I understand his thought process, his mental capacity of what he believes in and what he doesn't believe in. All I really care about is the basketball side of things because everybody in the world have their own beliefs. They have their own beliefs about what it is, whether it was the vaccination situation, whether it was watching uh, people of color go through certain things in their lives and you want to kind of give them a shoulder to lean on and support situations. And you always go back to it's always something with him. And that always something with him drives me nuts. Yes, he's missed time because he believes in what he believes in. It's not like he's out there. He's missing time because he's in domestic violence situations or he's missing time because he's in and out of rehab for drug issues or he's missing time because he just words, the use of the word Boy Scout places a negative spin on his on his character as though he's doing stuff wrong as opposed to reasons why he missed time that you might not love from a professional point of view, but it doesn't make him a bad guy. Yeah, I, and so, Jay, explain to me why in basketball circles is that? Well, I, I don't think that is in basketball circles. Well, when I say basketball circles, I meant around the, 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 the media, so to speak, not necessarily people on the court wearing the uniforms. Well, I mean, I, I think for the last for the last couple of years, Keith, think about what you just made mention. Mm-hmm. So you talked about George Floyd, 
a, seri- a, a series of events that occurred in our country where a lot of people tried to stand up for what they believed was right. And, you know, that was an unprecedented situation. Think about the pandemic, another unprecedented situation. And then think about, you know, what happened with reposting. Um, by the way, Amazon still has it up and Amazon is ran by somebody that is Jewish. So it's they're selling it. Yeah. They're selling it. So, you know, they didn't find it to be anti-Semitic. So uh, and how much no, that they, comp- they, it's not. That's not an issue. They say whether or not it's anti-Semitic, they're going to sell it. Right. So, I mean, they didn't find that to be that's something that's it's still going to this day. So I, I feel like it is these themes that all of a sudden come back. And and I think one of the things that you constantly hear um, from my sources is that, like, you know, why does it feel like the Nets are always negotiating through the media? Right. So when these things happen, it's, you know, Nick Ferdell has a story. Woj has a story. Ramona Shelba has a story. Like it's people are wondering, like, where do these stories come from? Where these leaks come from when things aren't being handled internally? So when people hear that, it gives the kind of reaction key is, well, now I can't trust anybody. Like there's no trust there. So, you know, when you ask me to come to the table and be honest and, and be thorough, you try, but then things leak, you know, and granted, look, I'm, I'm not absolving anybody. Like I said at the beginning of this whole conversation, Key, yeah. I think this was a bad marriage to begin with, with the way yeah. things kicked off between Joe Sy and Kyrie Irving, and I didn't see it working. But I think there's a lot of non-trust, and I think that is now the narrative that follows Kyrie, that it's is. like, well, it's risky. Okay. He's risky so, now, when that's really not the case. So my other side to this, and you, you mentioned it, yeah, right, leaks information from for whatever reason is coming out of the building in Brooklyn to whoever for close relationships. And we talked about it. I want to ask you when we came out, we before we went to break, I want to ask you about the Kevin Durant situation. But I, I know we talked about Kyrie. I wanted to get that in early before I move on to KD. Mm-hmm. You talked about KD doing it quietly, not being loud about being traded. If in fact he wanted to come summertime. And I feel, I feel like, Last night, before I went to bed, I thought if he moves again, he's gonna they're gonna bury his ass. But I listened to you this morning. And I'm like, well, I guess if he did it quietly, and just was like, okay, I'm gonna play. But then in the summertime, I need to go to them and say, man, this ain't you know. Let's just figure it out. Send me to Miami. Send me to L.A. Send me to Oakland. I don't care. I just want to get out. But even with that being said, now that you said leaks. They could turn it on him and say he wanted out, even though he did it quietly. So he is still going to get framed as the bad guy. F- framed as the bad guy, so to speak, Jay. But, but Key, I, I don't think Kevin Durant gives a damn about how people frame him. Like, he'll, I, I, he'll know, fight I know people that. on social yeah. media about it. But, like, this goes back to the bigger conversation that me, you, and Max are talking about offline here. Right? Like, one of the reasons why y'all got a chip, y'all being the Lakers, Key is because there were influences with LeBron's camp that ultimately joined forces with the Lakers to help get things done. Now, when that ran its course, people got really angry because now all of a sudden LeBron James has too much power and the franchise is listening to him too much. Even though it gave you all a chip, it got you all a championship, it's too much power. Take away power. All right, so 
when you then think about as it relates to Kevin Durant. I think we got mad because of the Westbrook deal. Uh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but like, I even pushed back on that, saying you know, everybody's just all it's all you LeBron sure it's James, LeBron, right? Yeah, and everybody's like, well, I'm like, well, where did that information come from? So like, it's how the 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 franchise decides to give information out there about their side of the story in combination with the player, and then you got to pick sides. So then I say about Kevin Durant. So when you're Kevin Durant and you say, okay, take the power, run the organization, like I'm just want to hoop and do my job. And then it's like they have a hard time balancing all the personalities in all the camps. But now we're asking Kevin Durant, take more power, Kevin. you got to control the situation. See, this is why Kevin Durant, like, well, hold on a second. KD just wants to hoop. Two things, Jay. One well, hold on, Max. I'm yeah, not go, go, my go, point. Go. I'll be real quick. Go, go. Right? So then we hold that against Kevin Durant. <laughs> but that's opposite what we hold against LeBron James. And then we got Steph, who gets born into a situation in which he wins championships. They get, But we don't ask Steph to take more power, take more clout. But, but, but right? Jay, like it's just it's what he's born into. It's, like, it's all about how if the KD, team is being managed. If KD would have been drafted by the Spurs and had Popovich the whole time, He'd be working on four or five championships. He'd be considered the model citizen and all this and that. But he was not fortunate enough to be born into that NBA situation. And so he's had to go here and go there. And why can't you win with this guy and that guy and, and all that, right? Like that part of it is luck of your situation. You're still ultimately responsible, though, for what happens in your own yeah, but career. If you got, but if you got, Jay, and I was going to ask you this. If you, you you talked about Steph being born into his situation, and we 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 always often talk about a player going when he's drafted into the right situation mm-hmm. to be able to to you know to do his thing and, and become great. Could it be that Kevin Durant keeps falling into the bad situations from a front office standpoint, where he doesn't? I mean, other than Golden State. You know, they did okay at OKC, I would say, that they drafted well. They did okay. But then in the end, it kind of went its own way. And then in, in obviously in Brooklyn, it has not worked out at, at all, clearly, because when you get Ben Simmons and then all of a sudden you, you move from Harden, now you're moving on from Kyrie, and he's stuck there. How could he put his trust That's what I'm saying, in, in Joe Sy and in company to do the right thing when essentially they haven't been able to – as an organization, uh, manage these so-called personalities that's bigger than life when other organizations have been able to manage bigger than life personalities and win championships. I mean, well, think about Steph for a second. I mean, Mark Jackson got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson going. He believed he believed in them. Like he he was probably the the forefather of changing around the game of basketball. We always give credit to Steph on that. I'm like, Mark Jackson was the one that saw it. Mark Jackson is no longer the coach of the Golden State Warriors. They got rid of him, and that's Steve Kerr, right? So management saying, hey, we think there's a different way to go about doing that. And I go back to this, Key, because at the end of the day, Kevin Durant is always going to be the best player on the floor. And, you know, is it going to be – he has to help make – Decisions on what he wants to do. And I think playing with Kyrie and James Harden, frankly, I, it, I don't see how you don't look at this situation as, as anything other than a failure. I, I don't know how you don't if you're the Nets. If you're, if you're looking at it, I mean, you had James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD on the same team together. I know James got hurt, tried to play through injuries. I know you lost Kyrie. I mean, those are three of the most prolific pieces of talent that the Nets game of basketball has ever seen. Nets screwed that up, and it has not helped Kyrie. And for a while, it didn't help 
James Harden till he found the right situation, and it's and it hasn't helped Kevin Durant, who will be looked at as a guy at this moment. Who, man, you had a lot of talent in OKC, didn't get the whole thing done. Had a lot of talent in Brooklyn, didn't get the. But maybe that makes Kevin Durant look at the Warriors and go, "Well, they, they had a go, lot of talent I, in Why does stuff have to be so? Why does stuff have to be so hard? Let you, me just go back where it's easy. You think that's the narrative around KD? It doesn't make you look at KD and say, "Damn." Like, you know, like you were one of the most talented dudes on the planet. Just wish the organization would have done a better job helping I do. I look at it just like you said, Jay. I wish that the organization had did a better job in managing the personalities. You just mentioned, Max, that he's case that he did it OKC. A lot of talent couldn't get it done. Brooklyn, that talent in Brooklyn. They weren't even together. What were they together? Like, there's, there's no question he was they only dealing. Fourteen that, games together. That, yeah, that, come is, on, man. that is my point. But look, coming up, I, I will restate it so we can we can talk about that because I think that is an interesting topic. What this means for KD, what he might do. By the way, speaking of Steph, he hurt his knee, his left knee. One nineteen, one thirteen win over the Mavs on Saturday night. He's expected to be out through the All Star break in mid February because my of a left be, my leg be missing, injury. Boy. Monday Morning Roundup is brought to you by AutoZone. Get his own AutoZone. He misses games. Oh, stop. I'm joking. I'm being sarcastic. Well, don't be sarcastic. Where does and by the way, where do where do Kyrie and Luca rank as a duo in the NBA? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. We're really just on Kevin Durant watch now, right? Attempting to win a title with the Nets. You have to show him that you are trying to improve the roster and for the health of the franchise. I think they're in a better place now. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So we're talking in the last segment. I want to quickly encapsulate the KD of it all. KD has not been as lucky as someone like Steph, who was who, who came into the NBA, as it turns out, in an excellent situation and therefore gets credited with you know, being a good culture guy and never having to go anywhere else, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe had KD been in the, you know, into the NBA in a similar situation, we'd be th- saying the same thing about him. I think that was your point, Jay. I think because he wasn't, though, and you correct me if I'm wrong, if that's not your point, I think because KD wasn't, <laughs> he gets judged. Well, I mean, if, if I'm not saying... No, no, if, you depicted if, that. If, really. if, if KD, because he wasn't, he gets judged because at that level, the KD-LeBron level, when we're, that's who he's being compared to. That's, how, that's a compliment to him. 
we judge them partly on their GM skills. LeBron was in a terrible situation in Cleveland in the beginning of his career. He knew he had to get out. He's going to be messing around, losing in the conference finals for the rest of his career. That was not going to be him. He, he took the controls himself and GM'd his career to the point now where he's got a bunch of championships, right? KD also had to play GM for himself eventually, won some championships in Golden State, and then thought, yeah, but now I'm going to do it not in a ready-baked situation. Everyone's criticizing me. I'm going to go do it on my own. There was risk involved. Here's the downside of the risk. My question is, does he look around and go, yeah, yeah, let them say whatever about I couldn't go build it myself. Man, it was easy in Golden State with Steph and them. And Steph and them looking at KD like, man, if we had KD. So you just live with the criticism of the comparison to LeBron because you're racking up chips in Golden State. How likely do you think it is, Jay, that he looks at Golden State and goes, yeah, let me go back? I would say everything's on the table. I mean, see, I wouldn't go back. You wouldn't go back? But you thought no, he should have stayed put, Key. Yeah, of course, but I'm not going back. Now that I've left, right, Jay, now you say, okay, Max, let me find – follow me here, Okay. Follow me. Now that I've found that I can't do it in Brooklyn by myself, if I go, now now mind you, they've already won chips in Golden State without him. They, they've already had multiple all-star MVP guys without him. They already had guys like Clay and Dre and, and, and Steph, right, and a coach like Kerr. Now I go quietly, if it's quietly that you could do it, I go to them and I say, right now, I want to ask you, though, Jay, is his value – more right now or in the summer? What can you get? Is it better to move him now because you probably can get more now? Who, if, you're opposed- the, if, you're, if you're the Nets? Yeah, if you're the Nets. If, if, if I'm the Nets, I'm not trying to let go of KD at all. Okay, so you, you want to you you hold on to him yes. even though he – Okay, so if the I'm KD I and I want to – you is if you come to me, Key, if you're, if you're KD, if you come to me and you say, look, this is not working, I want out, I'm not going to be loud about it, you guys have to do right by me, considering I stood yeah. by your side. Throughout and, the and the trade deadline is on Thursday. So if I'm him, I'm on my way to the Sunshine State, as they like to call it, in Phoenix. And if I'm the Phoenix Suns, I'm doing everything to try to manipulate Kevin Durant into doing that conversation with the Nets. Because I got DeAndre Ayton, and I got Bridges, and I, I can give you some picks along with that. Who else am I missing that they could probably throw in there? I mean, you want Chris Paul? Take Chris Paul. No, um, I think they will hold on to Chris Paul from what I've been hearing. Uh, I, I think Jay Crowder has been sitting out. Jay Crowder, him. let's He's do it. He's a huge asset. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, they extended him, but they don't really – you know, from what I hear around the league is that people don't really believe that he is part of the core of their organization moving forward because of his, you know, they wonder if he has that killer instinct, if he can play that way all the time. So I think you will look at Jay Crowder, you look at Aiton, and you will look at picks for the Brooklyn Nets. Keyshawn, okay. Jay, Will, and Max, Jay? They should do that. Now? Yeah, I mean, if Phoenix, you get him. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Phoenix, you're knocking, hey, is there – Yeah, but I'm going to tamper with it before Thursday. Mm -hmm. But Phoenix was trying to get involved in the Kyrie Irving situation thing, too. The the question now is, Kyrie and Luka in the same backcourt, where does this rank in the NBA in terms of duos? Duos. All right. You got a duo list for us? I do. Jeff? I got my top six duos. Top half, do- dirty half dozen. Go ahead. Let's you ready to react to it? Dozen? Yeah. Number six, I got Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. I mean, undersized duo. Mm. But I mean, both guys averaging over twenty-one points per game. I mean, you saw Donovan Mitchell last night. You, you tell me what's a more prolific scoring backcourt 
other than maybe one that I'll mention, smaller guard sides than them. I mean, I, I think they're number six. Number five, I got Luka and Kyrie. I, they're, they're on the list. I don't, you can ask me how is it going to work. We've already seen this before. Kyrie has played with another version of Luka, an extraordinary version of Luka and LeBron James. The pieces fit together. You can actually make a case that those pieces are more compatible. I'm not saying the skill set is better, but they're more compatible than KD and Kyrie, which is Luka and Kyrie. They're number five. Number four, I got LeBron and AD. I got LeBron and AD because AD's – the only reason I have number four is because AD's always in somewhat yeah. in and out, right? But still <laughs> – Somewhat in yeah, and out. I'm trying to say it in a nice way, okay? But still, I mean, the skill set for AD when he's healthy is incredible. And LeBron James, at this stage of his career, is going to break the scoring record. It's still unprecedented and at an all-time high. They're number four. Number three, I'm going to put respect on their name. I got Jokic and Murray. Number one right now in the West <laughs> – I, I, the way Murray can play off of Jokic in high ball screens, Jokic, one of the most prolific players the game has seen, even if people don't like it, they don't find it sexy. I mean, back-to-back MVP, making a case for another MVP, back-to-back-to-back MVP. We'll see how that pans out. But I would say they're number three. Number two, I'm going to Philly. I put respect on Philly's name. Embiid and James Harden. James Harden averaging 11 assists per game. I think he's going to feel some type of way that he wasn't an all-star voted in by the coaches. Um, I, they've been on a mission this year. I think this is Doc Rivers' best chance to win it in Philly. If they do not win it this year with this cast of characters, I do not see Doc Rivers being the head coach of the 76ers moving into next year. So Embiid and Harden, and then number one, I got to put respect on it. I mean, Jason Tatum, who's in the MVP conversation this year, and Jalen Brown, who I think is the best shooting guard in the NBA, he is a lockdown defender, and offensively, he is one of the gift. I mean, he will always be kind of behind Jason Tatum because you see a little bit of a higher ceiling with Jason Tatum scoring-wise, and he'll get more of the media notoriety. But Jalen Brown, one of the most prolific scoring guards in the game of basketball. Tatum right got now. more moves, basically, but, but, but Brown is it, as good Brown as it gets some in moves, the position. Man. So, uh, so, so, six duos. so, Jay, I love the list. I'm doing one this afternoon. The Here's my question, because no two lists can be exactly, usually not going to be exactly the same. I get the ranking of LeBron and AD because AD is in and out. But it's not like uh, Kawhi and Paul George where these two dudes never play together. Like, these dudes have won a championship. Mm -hmm. In fact, they won a championship and got past the same team that knocked Kawhi and Paul George out. And that team was Jokic and Jamal Murray. And one of the reasons they won is because AD was Better than Jokic when it counted, especially defensively, but even offensively, Jokic did not would, did not really show up as himself in that series against the Lakers in the bubble. Jamal Murray played out of his mind in that in those playoffs. Until I see Jokic do it in the playoffs with the chips on the line, I can't put him ahead of LeBron and AD who've done it right. I can't put him and his crime partner ahead of the How two many dudes years who chipped ago up. Was it when they did it? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. It was a while. Yeah, but, but, Jay, does, does uh, missing games disqualify certain guys? Because I was going to ask you about PG and Kawhi. I mean, I would, I, would, I would love to have PG and Kawhi. I mean, PG and Kawhi have always had the potential of being, like, the best duo. They, have poten- I mean, they are similar to the Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, but I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are a lot younger, and they play more. So, like, until you see it, 
for an entire season. I, I can't have them on my duo, even though their potential says they should be on my top duo list. These rankings, but, but LBJ and AD on there, and they miss games. That's more AD a little bit, but L- I mean LeBron. LeBron playing through stuff, man. They've done it. LeBron too. plays through a lot of. I mean, I, I know people are going to say what they want. But LeBron plays through a lot of stuff. Those nagging injuries. Yeah, man, he's he carrying it. it too. Yeah, man. These rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call Dell Technologies Advisor today. Eight seven seven Ask Dell. People want to talk about the Kyrie trade. Eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. It's also Super Bowl week. What should really? we be att- paying attention to? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Brock Purdy has been taken out of the game. Josh Johnson, the veteran, is in to play quarterback. He is in. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Attention, air traffic control. A flock of eagles is heading to Arizona. This is something we all dream about, and we get to do it because, you know, we did it better than anybody else in the NFC this year. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. I know everyone wants to talk about Kyrie Irving. We're going to get to your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN. We taking it too Woo. easy on Kyrie? Uh. Too easy on the Nets? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. We're joined now, though, by Rob Montana. That's be, I don't know, uh, Rob. Uh, Rob Montana. I don't know. Look I'm feeling you. that intro music, though. We get down, baby. We he just down. looks like oh, he looks like his name ought to be Rob Montana. Look at the Rob way he's Montana. Joe Montana no, had the nerve just, to have that, that name. This is, a, this is a work like this is a this is a brunt jacket. I don't know, but with the beard you're and the more, whole thing, you're more you're more Tony Montana than you are. Rob. Tony Montana. How about mm. just Rob Ninkovich? Rob Ninkovich, ESPN <laughs> NFL analyst, two-time Super Bowl <clears> champion. <throat> Wait, we talk football on this show? We, we talk, talk football? football. We want to talk basketball? Wait, we want to talk Kyrie? Do you, do, you, do you have like a do you have a take? On yeah, this? I have a take on it. I feel like uh, so now I, I know every sport is different. You know, basketball is not football, but I would say that in the time that I was playing in the NFL, there were plenty of times where we would acquire somebody with questionable history, and with that history comes you know, questionable team-building history, which could be a potential problem when you're trying to go for a championship. But I would say if you have the correct leadership and you have a culture that can really control that, you either you just tell the player straight up, like, look, you, you, could, you could come here and help us and do something special and help yourself by getting another big payday, or 
you can screw it up and we're going to continue to go and do our thing and we're going to win without you. And it's up to you. Like, what do you want to do? And I don't if think the, the Mavs pl- can tell him that, though. Why not? <laughs> and if the player without. has an attitude with it, then it's fine. Then no, whatever. what I mean, the Mavs are yeah, not the Patriots. Hey, hey Neek. I know. Dif- different Bill sport Belichick than us. <laughs> hey, it's a different, different, it's a different sport era. than us. He going to get that buck 50 no matter where. You don't think there's going to be any hiccups I don't think there will be either. I don't think there will. I really don't. I think because what's it a one year right? It's not even a one year. It's, it's, one year. Year. it's, it's like months. It's a three four months. months. It's a four month deal. So you say so? So you you're telling me like, hey, March, April, in four May, months, June. just come on in here. Let's have some. Let's build some good chemistry here with Luca, and let's 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 go do something. Yeah, it's a, it's like, try let's, to win a chip. Let's do it. Win yourself some money. So I I mean, people are kind of I think overreacting. But he's gonna get that money regardless, Jay. Because if his mission is to actually wind up here where I'm at, ooh, Jay. Guess what Uh-oh. I have on today? I have on shorts and flip flops. I bet you're hey. not wearing shorts and flip flops. I, yeah, I am not. I know what you are doing though. Paying a lot of taxes up there. Well, I don't think Kyrie's gonna have to worry about that. I mean, yeah, you do. It don't matter who you are. That's why people go Dallas to Florida. Now. That's why people go All to Dallas. All the pressure is not on Kyrie. The pressure here is on Mark Cuban to keep Luca happy, right, and want it, and keep him there long term, and Luka Doncic to show the world that when he gets a real crime partner, not a fake guy, but like a real elite player, he can do something with him. Actually, Kyrie faces the least pressure out of those three. The pressure's on Luka to make it work and, 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 and Mark Cuban. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, Here's a, the crazy part about just the game and uh, basketball, how you could just ask. Like, see, I couldn't imagine walking in and just be like, yo, I need, I need to go. I need to get out of here because they look at you like <laughs> – you ain't going anywhere, you know? Yeah. So it's wild how the game has changed, especially basketball. Like, you see the guys moving and changing and where they want to go, they they end up going. So, but I, I, I would feel like, I feel like Kyrie, though, at some point, he uh, he wants to move, and then when he moves, he's never happy. It's like he's never happy with the situation. Well, he didn't want to move. He actually wanted to stay. He wanted to stay in Brooklyn. Like he, yeah, they tried he, to he play posted with it deal. like I want to be here oh, for the rest of my career. Got it. They gave him a deal that was got it. Essentially, the one of the biggest slaps in the face. His last oh, year was like, a, was like an insult, upon, like an insult. Last year of his deal yeah. was guaranteed upon the team, you know, winning. Got it. A, a got it. Had to win a championship for the last year. Or to he get paid. <laughs> got it. Yeah. So Makes speaking of hard. pressure, Max mentioned pressure. Kyrie, who's the pressure on in this Super Bowl? Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, or the Philadelphia Eagles? See how I made that turn. I like that turn. It's a good turn. Good turn. I think it's, I think it's Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City. Like when you have that expectation to being the next team dynasty that gets there every single year, like you just can't get there and lose these these games. Like these are the ones that you have to go and win them. So you look at Patrick Mahomes and what they did in the previous Super Bowl when they were beat and they didn't have an offensive line. Well, what did they do? They went out and made sure that they rebuilt that offensive line. They gave him more protection. They helped him in certain areas to help to help him be protected. And now they're back in it. So, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's young. He's gone farther than anyone expected this season. I mean, if you look back this year to last year to this year, I mean, he's grown leaps and bounds. Way ahead of schedule. Way ahead of schedule. So if you're the Eagles, you're like, man, we're in bonus time. We made it to the Super Bowl. We still got a, a quarterback on a rookie contract. Like, that's Key, I think that's right because because Mahomes, just like Burrow, oh my God, Burrow's the next. But think of how the perception changes from one game. 
If Burrow gets by Mahomes again, he owns Kansas City, and look at him, he always wins. But because he lost, oh, let's see if Burrow's going to win a Super Bowl. Mahomes' key, if he wins the Super Bowl, oh, my God, he's been to five straight FC and three, and he won two. But if he loses, well, you know, he's great. He's one of the greats, but he's got the one. We and, had this conversation. Yeah. We had this conversation three weeks ago. I think it was mm-hmm. similar. Who who had the pressure? Is it Mahomes? Is it Burrow? And then all of a sudden, is it Brock Purdy? And we, everybody, for the most part, was like Mahomes. Yeah, he's the one. He has to get it done, Jay. It, it, every time I, you know, it's funny for me with, with Mahomes. I, I, he's going to be in that conversation regardless. But like, what do you think? They, what do the Eagles need to do specifically in order to win this game? They have to. Take time machine, go back before the injury, and get back to that that similar offense where you had a dynamic, you know, like run pass quarterback who was really putting the defense in a bind. As a pass rusher, as a linebacker, when you know the quarterback is limited, it's 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 gravy. You're, you're, you understand, okay, he's either going to hand the football off, or we're going to he's going to drop back, be in the pocket, and he's not really going to be able to scramble and beat you for first downs. That's the hardest part is when you're going up against a quarterback that's mobile that has that ability to get out of the pocket, extend the play, and then he has the option, okay, well, if they're in man coverage, look, all the defensive backs are turned and there's nobody in front of me for 15 to 20 mm-hmm. yards. I'm just going to run this thing. And then you're one-on-one in the open open field with a mobile quarterback who can put his head down, run you over, juke you, make you miss. So, you know, I, I think that he's going to be okay. I really do feel like they're going to get back to that. But they've been limited – in a lot of different areas since that injury, and we saw a different team when he wasn't there. So he's got to. They have to get back to the previous Eagles offense before the injury. Nick, I know you don't. I know you like to save your money and keep your money, but this particular player, he's got plenty of money and going to have plenty of money. Who gives Aaron Rodgers the best chance to win? Not the no tax state Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> or the high tax state in the New York Jets. Well, the last. Who gives, him the best chance to get back to the Super Bowl. The last time Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, he had a top five defense, and that's the only time he won a Super Bowl. So if he is looking at a location that number one has the talent, number two has the defense, number three has the, the equity in, in maybe going and getting a couple pieces and drafting somebody, you would look at the Jets and say that's a great location. Plus, you know, there's there's something to, like a head coach, right? There's something to be said about a head coach that has the ability to to reach a veteran quarterback or a veteran player who has plenty of money. Don't have to worry about that. And I feel like Sala has maybe that 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 tough demeanor, but also like the ability to get the best out of his players. And you know, when I look at Rodgers, he can't go to a place where he he walks in, he's like, "Yep, I'm going to run this offense. I'm going to run this team." Like he's got to go somewhere where there's a good structure there because I feel like that's probably the issue in Green Bay. Him and LaFleur, eh, you know, when he walks in the room, everyone's looking at Aaron. They're not looking at LaFleur. You know, they're looking at Rodgers. Hey, what do you want to run? I mean, you saw that this year when there were some hiccups there with the offensive play calling and, and Aaron Rodgers was like, well, I think we just need to simplify some things. Then they went to the head coach and I'm like, well, do we need to simplify? He said, no, I think we're fine. I don't think we have to simplify anything. Like you could kind of see that like power struggle of offensive minds versus the guy that's on the field. So yeah. you, you go to a, a team that has the offensive guru-minded head coach versus go to a team with a defensive-minded head coach that lets you, you know, hey, I want to run this team. I know that you got you have your old OC. Um, go, You guys go work your Hack magic. It. 
and yeah. Hackett. You and Hackett, go work your magic like you did years in the but years I'm past. I'm running the team. I'm running the team. Yeah. Not like, hey, let's go sit down and run over these plays, and I'm, then I'm running the team, and I know I have the best. I know my offense that is the best offense. But remember he screamed? Didn't, 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 uh, didn't he scream at him on the sidelines? Yeah. Like bark at him? The, yes. Like run the blanking ball yes. or something like that? That yeah, happened. But so. that was years. That happened two years ago. Remember when they went for the field goal instead of going for it at the end of the game, and he was mad about like he was mad yelling at Adam that you know you haven't you got me and you're gonna kick a field goal in this situation like that I'd always feel like there there could be when you have a new offensive minded head coach coming into a situation where they have the the power so to speak of this is my offense I'm controlling it and the veteran hall of fame quarterback who has done great things for many many years before that you know, you come in, yeah, okay, first couple of years, it looks okay. And then you start to see some of those issues pop up when things aren't going right. And, you know, chemistry goes a long way on a football team, especially with the head coach, OC, star players. That is mm-hmm. Rob Ninkovich mm. breaking it down. I think that's great insight into the whole situation. Next, we're going to get you on some hockey and some NASCAR. We're going to get you on everything. Why does it got to be hockey, Keith? The Mavs have gone all in on (laughs) Kyrie, but was it the right move? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I don't see how you don't look at this situation as anything other than a failure. I don't know how you don't if you're the Nets. If you're, if you're looking at them, you got James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and KD on the same team together. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, people want to talk about Kyrie Irving. Let's let him do it. Yes, Max, let him do it. Allen, Milwaukee. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. Or not. Yeah, this is how it's going to work. <laughs> hey, Nuno. Hey, here, here, we, here we go. This is for the panel, especially you, J. Will. I'm going to try to be quick, and I'm going to preface this with this caveatic phrase. LeBron and Luca. Giannis, Luca, KD, Luca. Okay, watch this. Barring health and injury, wonderful, tremendous. You can't say that when it comes to Kyrie Irving because that asterisk of barring health and injury does not apply. 
because it could be anything. It's the third round of the NBA playoffs. I don't know when that locker room door opens if he's going to come in. I hope he does. But with LeBron, with Giannis, KD, I trust and I know they'll be there. That's the biggest issue right there. His talent, unbelievable. But his commitment is just questionable. Because well, for this any is why, reason, this not, I might I, not I, see him. I, I'm not going to accept that. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. It's like, oh, my toenail. Any George Floyd, a pandemic, and then obviously a repost that he dug his feet in the sand. I would have advised him. I said this on First Take and our show to do that very differently. But, Key, that's not anything to me. Well, that's what I already said. I'm, I said that uh, 45 minutes ago. Why <laughs> is it always this feeling as if he's doing something that he doesn't – like he's just doing some wild, just out-of-the-pocket type stuff. Now you bring up the playoffs, third round, and he may not come out the building. When has he not participated in the postseason, man? That's, what, that's in, what the media feeds people, and people start believing that. Well, he's, he's an interesting that. case because he's won a championship and is a clutch player. If you're on the other team, you don't want to see Kyrie see. with the ball in the, under pressure. And, and let's separate out being a bad guy from being a bad professional because from a professional point of view, whatever his reasons, he had personal reasons for taking time off. There, was, there were politi- socio-political reasons that were legitimate. There, were, there was the vaccination, whichever, and you know how I feel about that. And yet he felt a certain way and handled it like a man, like he didn't hide behind anything. He came out with it. So, so, but the fact is, and then injury, the fact is all those reasons add up to he's not available a lot of the time. I mean, that's the fact of the matter. So you don't have to say that makes him a bad guy. But from a professional point of view, you go, all right, but this dude just isn't there a lot. Sometimes it's injury, sometimes yeah. it's other things. That's part of the whole thing. It doesn't mean it make him a bad guy, though. But they turn it but into turn it making him a bad him. guy. You know they demonize that, right? him, though, like, uh, Max. I hear you. Let's not, so like, let's be, not gloss over it like it's just. different. Yeah, like, don't, don't do that because then you fall into that trap, and I don't want to see you falling into that trap. I, I'm not. And as a matter of fact, I said after a day or two, hey, time to move on from the Hebrews to Negroes thing. That he, that, right? Like, because he's not a malign actor, meaning not a bad guy. He has good intent. He wants to be pro-black, and there was some collateral damage, and, and he's young, and he's egotistical. So he doesn't like to be told what to do. He's going to do it on his time. That's why he dragged it out for a week and then said, in my opinion, what? all right, you know what? I, I, I apologize to anyone I offended. But I think what really helped him there, as I've mentioned, is Kanye. Because when Kanye said what he said, a lot of well, people— I just want to say Kanye and Kyrie are not—it's not, it's not that, the same. That's, that's what nowhere I'm— nowhere close that's, to the same. That's the point that I'm like, making, Jay. But, but, but a, people naturally, when they say Kanye— like, oh, Yeah, I was about to say, like, you have to let me— no, you said that— They do no, that if Max. you don't let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> so when Kanye said what he said, I think what a lot of people realized, hopefully including people in the ADL, right, is, wait a minute. Let's, make, let's, let's distinguish here between a basically good person with good intentions who did some things he, that weren't good because maybe he's young or he didn't understand he wasn't thinking about it, and a bad actor, right? Mm-hmm, like, and, mm-hmm. and it makes people realize, let's not waste our time getting on Kyrie, with, who has good intentions, you know, when there are guys like Kanye who actually said what he said. He's like, you've got to be kidding See, me. See, people listen to the way stuff is framed. I mean, now all you, he doesn't like the work. He's, uh, you know, 
people online, he's a horrible human being. Like, it's like if you're saying, hey, not available as a professional because of these issues, like, I, I'm okay with discussing that. But the other side of it, people want to categorize him as that. And that's I don't not, see how you could look it. at Kyrie's life and call him a bad human being. I don't see how that's possible. But it's Super Bowl week. How confident should the Chiefs fans feel right now? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.